kind of we survived. We we did get an episode out. Hell yeah, just, we just did. Just in time. Hell yeah, we did. Yeah. Do you like my Doctor Who pen that you can hear? My little Doctor Who pen. You got a Doctor Who pen. Yeah. When you press it, it as makes if this Doctor show couldn't get any lamer. Yeah, I know, right? It's literally it like does dialect noises and stuff. I keep it right next to me, right near my heart, so uh, I feel better about doing Doctor Who podcast. That's great. That's great. <laughs> I've probably got a few of those hidden away somewhere. Yeah, I've just, had it just since hiding like, where I don't want yeah, people to find them. Like the UK, like I've had it so for like fucking years, like at least over ten years. It's crazy. <laughs> <clears throat> Damn. Alrighty. Well, yeah. So a few audio difficulties yesterday. Provi- uh, sorry, in the last last episode of the show, which provided, I guess, like a bit of a fun. Bit of a fun change of pace for an episode. I know it's literally just gone up like 10 minutes before we're recording this week's episode. So, Connor, I take it that's right. You've not listened to a second of it. Uh, I have. I've listened to about a minute of it, and that's about it. Oh, okay. Well, the first like 10 minutes is normal, and then it gets a bit funky. Okay. But yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't cool. actually listen to like that part of it. Just just the first minute. But yeah, still. Well done, Aiden. Thanks, mate. That's a round of applause for me. Thank you. Just. Yay. Just Thanks, guys. I saved the show. Anyways, on to another show. Hopefully that doesn't happen again. If it does, I'll be we having not. stern words with technology in general. Um, with audacity, yeah. With audacity. It has the audacity to do that. God damn. Sorry. Jesus Christ. The pun was just there waiting for me. Today we're talking about the Sontaran Stratagem and the Poison Sky. Correct. Wow. Wow, the Sontarans. Yep, they're 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 here. Classic villain. Female writer. Martha's back. back. Units in it. Big yeah. episode. Yeah, it's a, it's a big one. Lots happening. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And I uh, I can't say it lived up to my memories of it, to be honest. Really? But, um, oh, not again. I know. Oh, I know. Aiden. I know. You watch it too much as a kid Anyways. and you ruined it. <laughs> Possibly, that could possibly be it, yeah. Although I don't remember being in love with it as a kid. I just remember just kind of liking it. But, I don't know, I've got... Ah, ah, I'll, uh... Let's go into the intro. Okay. And then, and then we'll go into the episode. Okay, right? let's do it. 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, percent pop, 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 cat, cat, cat. And we are... Back! So, the first part of this... The first part... Sorry, uh, my tongue got ahead of me there. Of this episode is the Sontaran Stratagem, which is the fourth episode of the fourth series of the British science fiction television series Doctor Who, which depicts the adventures of a time-traveling humanoid alien known as the Doctor. Wait, did you know that? No, did, I did actually you know didn't that? know that. Shit. Damn, I tell you every week. The episode was broadcast on BBC One on the 26th of April 2008. The episode and its sequel, The Poison Sky were written by Helen Rayner, who previously wrote the linked episodes Daleks in Manhattan mm. and Evolution of the Daleks in the third series. Correct. So I'd say these are better than those two. But, I totally agree, yeah. Uh, still not fantastic in my book. Connor, I'm, I'm sat here with a warm beer. A warm, nice warm beer. Yeah, I've, um, I went and got some cider just then. So mm. a delicious beverage to have on the show. It's also Australia Day tomorrow, so we've got no work tomorrow. I don't know about you, but I haven't got work tomorrow. Are you working tomorrow? I got work uh, early in the morning, but I'll be ah, off shit. by like 11. 
Well, there you go. It's Australia tomorrow, so we're having a bit of a party episode of the 50%.2 podcast, baby. Hey, not that we support Australia Day, right? Yeah, we are so... Neutral. Yeah, it's a bit of a... Every year, it gets a bit um, more controversial to say you celebrate Australia Day. A lot of people claim it to be Invasion Day. People want to change the date. Even things like yeah. there's a there's a cricket match on tomorrow, and I, I'm, I'm actually big into cricket. It's the only sport I like, and... They're not referring to tomorrow as Australia. They're referring to January 26th. So it's interesting. But yeah. Which, yeah, to me, like, uh, the concept of Australia Day, just like celebrating Aussie culture and whatever, like, Mm. I think that's great fun, but it's just like, why is it on this date? Like, it's such a bad date. Um, Anyone, we have a lot of UK listeners out there. Um, uh, Australia Day, yeah, it's, it's a big public holiday that we have every year. January 26th, where we just celebrate uh, Australia and the culture that we are, but um, it sort of originates from from when uh, like the settlers came and invaded Australia, as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah, I'm so there's a, a lot of pain teacher. behind that date to a lot of people, basically. Yeah, a lot of slaughtering would have happened on that day and on the days that followed, mm-hmm. a, a lot of things that relate to to that date are things like the stolen generation which is a horrendous part of australian culture that often gets overlooked um there's a lot of things like that uh and yeah if you don't know about these things i recommend uh looking them up uh because yeah it's just a great concept for a public holiday but in my opinion it's just it's just on the wrong day (laughs) like yeah it's not good it's not good yeah so a lot of people feel like that a lot of people feel the complete opposite as per usual humans clash with each other and Mm. um everyone has an opinion and people like to talk about their opinions so you know Mm. it's um, a bit of a weird space um, everyone's like it's always been on this date you can't change it you know it's only been a thing since like the 70s or something like that right like it's not like it's like an ancient tradition from hundreds and thousands of years i mean australia is not even that old like well it's like you um, know how um we we have a public holiday for the queen's birthday but only wa celebrates it on that day and it's not even the queen's birthday and then all the other states do it at different times as well and that's not even the queen's birthday it's yeah. bizarre yeah it's bizarre i know, I know our one is different uh, our queen's birthday holiday is different to the rest of australia's because yeah. we have wa day west yes, australian west day. Australia day yeah Fuck, I feel like Australia, we just have the weirdest celebratory holidays, don't we? Yeah, so it's like the Queen's birthday, have a day off. It's Australia, have a day off. It's WA day, have a day off. Like, <laughs> hey, look, you know, it happens. It's good fun. It's good fun. But uh, very, very controversial. I, I don't think we should stick on it for too much longer. Yeah. Because we're here to have fun and yes. talk about Doctor Who. That's right. And the silly potato men. That's why I'm here. That's why we're all here, baby. Connor, as always, this, we got two episodes to get through in when we don't have very long to do it. Uh, so no, you're not wrong. I'm hey. have to to speed through a couple of things, but let's see how we go. Take it from the top, Connor. Yes, I had a feeling I'm gonna have to take it quite uh, fast this week. That's okay. Bit of haste. Let's go. All right. Woo. Episode one, the Sontaran Stratagem. Let's go. Okay. Um. Let's go. We start this episode with a reporter 
going to the Radicum Academy to say, yo, Shit. this Atmos thing is going to kill everyone. And they're like, oh, no, what? no, no, it ain't. No, it ain't. That's, that's, that's bullshit. It's not going to happen at all. That is bullshit. And uh, as you may have thought, it's not bullshit because this woman tries to drive away and go to Unit, uh, who's very big in this episode. Unit's in it massively. After only being... I don't think it's really mentioned and shown a little bit before Unit, hey, but this is their first episode where yeah. they've really like shown us what they're like. Despite them being yeah. really big in the classic era, obviously. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, she goes to go to unit and <laughs> the car puts itself in first and somehow drives itself into the yay, to the river. Yay. I respect it's practical. I remember even watching the um, Confidential back in the day. Yeah. And it actually showing how it was practical. I was like, that's pretty cool. Like They actually did that with an actual car, which I thought was mm. sick. Um, and you can and you can tell you can tell they actually did it with a car, which is which is sweet. Um, get another quick little glimpse in the TARDIS of the Doctor and Donna just having fun, and Donna's finding the TARDIS. A scene that I really have always thought funny. The score, it's like that was cool. Lovely scene, and uh, I think he, I think he says the 1980s. It's like you're about to crash into 1980s, and she's like, "What am I going to do? Put a dent in it?" And he's like, "Well, someone did." I like that line. It was funny. Yeah. Is that is that a reference to something? I could maybe. I couldn't. I, I couldn't for the life of me. That's the era I want to be in. That's literally the era I want to be in. Like going to discos every Friday and boogieing. That's the kind of life I want to live. Yeah, for you. Um, and then Martha calls. Of course, Martha gave the Doctor her phone at the end of the Last of the Time Lords, and of course, this is this is her phone, so she calls the Doctor. I hate. It's the most cheesiest line on earth, where it's like Doctor, it's Martha. And I'm bringing you back, to, back Earth. to Earth. And it just goes to the credits. I was like, bro, I, I can't believe... I I watched the first part last night with uh, Daniel and my best friend Mitchell. Despite the fact I didn't really mm. want to. Because Mitch, Mitch doesn't like Doctor Who. He's barely watched any. And I was like, I don't know if this is the episode I want you to watch. But he was like, I, I promise I won't complain about it. To his credit, he didn't. And um, then they, they left. And then uh, I watched the second part today. So there were scenes like this where I was like, I'd just rather him not see this part because it doesn't represent Doctor Who very well. But yeah, because uh, it's a bit fucking cheesy. But it's great to have Martha back. And she's looking fine and dandy, might I add. Yeah, always. The, well, well, another thing I'll say, though, about that, that line, that little dolly shot into her face, mm-hmm. um, is like, it's so dumb because like finally it ends and it's like, next time. Doctor, I'm bringing you back to Earth. Yep. And this episode starts, it's like a small scene, and then it's like, Doctor, I'm bringing you back to Earth. They should have ended, like, Planet of the Ud with the Doctor and Donna, like, getting into that the been cool. and the Doctor being like, I'm going to teach you how to fly, babe. Or babe? Well, not, yeah. Not that line. But, um, <laughs> mate, teach you how to mate, babe. Um, yes. And then, phone rings. Hi, it's Martha. I'm bringing you back to Earth. Right, so a, yeah. A bit of a cooler cliffhanger than it being spoiled, you know? Right, because, you know, the end of this two-parter, it, it led straight into uh, Doctor's Daughter, so, you know... Exactly, it'll be like a cool little, like, four-part... I see, um, yeah. Aiden for showrunner, yeah. once again, ladies and gentlemen. Um, mm, we get to me. see a lovely scene, though, where um, the Doctor and Martha get reunited. I'm not sure how long it's been for the Doctor since they've met... Or even Martha, mm. but I presume it's been at least like a year or something, or like. Well, she's engaged. Yes, yeah, so Tom Milligan, who we saw briefly in um, in Sound of Drums, Last of Time Lords. Well, no, he wasn't mm. in Sound of Drums; he was just in Last of Time Lords, so that's cool. But it's kind of depressing. I said to Dan yesterday when we watching, I'm like, well, that's a bit depressing because she 
is with Mickey at the end of End of Time Part 2. So clearly yeah. her engagement goes to shit. Yeah, I don't I don't recall any of the like I I don't remember her really I, I remember her showing the ring, but I don't think as a kid I registered that she was like engaged or anything. Like I don't know what happened there. I just had an aneurysm, I guess. I don't know. I guess they just like break up. And then they're I like I guess Russell just didn't know what to do and just wanted her to be happy. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I can't actually remember if Oh no, that's no. Actually, sorry. Um, I was gonna say at the end of End of Time Part Two, I'm like, I'm not sure if they actually are together. But then, I think Martha has a line where it's like, "Oh, you're the one who decided to marry me," or something like that. So that's very quick. <laughs> yeah, literally, that's what I'm thinking. Like, you know, Martha clearly moves on quickly. She left the Doc to Tom Milligan, and then Mickey. Let's just hope they end up together. To um, be fair, we don't know when that that flashback, or not flashback, that 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 bit with Martha and Mickey is set. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, there's no timestamp on there. Right. I mean, he would have had to hop all over to try and find them. Yeah. I read, I read somewhere once, apparently it took him like weeks and months to find all those people. It doesn't make sense because he was regenerating. Anyway. um, Well, because isn't there a, isn't there a quote somewhere? I don't know where it is, but it's like he went back and saw all of his, yeah, so I was telling you about that a few episodes ago. Um, he when he's talking to Joe Grant in Sarah Jane That's Adventures, it, yeah. and it's Matt Smith's doctor, and he said, "Yeah, last time I was dying, I went to visit all of you." So he visited every companion, not just the ones you Fuck saw. Me. Yeah, so not even Jesus. just the ones you saw, like dead set all of them. So um, yeah, I think that's really cute, yeah, yeah. but it's like it's such favoritism for Tennant because like Matt. Matt is like Matt's is quite depressing and sad, and and Pete's is definitely the most depressing. He like dies alone. He wants to die alone. Um, yeah, I mean he just wants to die. Pete yeah, does. legit. He went from like not accepting it to just accepting it and dying alone. When like yeah, David gets every goodbye on planet Earth pretty much from to be all fair, of his companions. I think I think David's goodbye. It's kind of for David, but I think it's also like Russell's victory lap, you know? Oh, 100%. And he deserves it because he, he, he grew this massive fucking universe in four mm-hmm. seasons and you can't help but love it. Yeah. I'm so excited for that final. Mm-hmm. I, I've started watching uh, It's a Sin. I wa- I'm so um, keen. Yeah, I'm two episodes in. Very good, very good. Um, I'm loving it. I can't help but think, what would Doctor Who be like with like, if Russell's four seasons, like, regardless of the quality of the scripts, maybe the scripts are exactly the same scripts, but just, like, I wonder how they would look, because... Yeah, he has spoken about that a bit. Yeah, yeah, I saw I saw that, yeah. But, I mean, like, he got away with it the way he did in his episode, so I just, I just wonder, like, what his era would look like if it was made now. Yeah, I would have been... I would be so interested to see that. And, mm. yeah, to clarify, um, I'm so keen to watch It's a Sin... Um, I'm gas. I've just been a bit too busy and I've barely fit in watching these two episodes. So I got a bit yeah, of time sure. this week. I actually want to watch it. Um, the one thing I did do was I came home and I think it was Sunday. It would have been Sunday evening at that point. It was like 3am or something ridiculous. And I went mm-hmm. on to Stan and I saw it was on there and I was like, I'm going to hit the first episode, close my eyes and skip to the end credits and check if Murray scores it. Because I, I knew he would. Yeah, he does. I know. I was like, I knew he would. But I just... Because I went on Wikipedia before it came out. I was like, I couldn't see if he was or not. But I was like, I knew he would. But just to mm. see it there made my heart... 
it just yeah. became warm and fuzzy and i felt like pixie dust got spread on it and i just felt like a man again it was amazing it's good it's very murray um and it's yeah nah um it's a good score uh and Excited. the show itself like within the first half hour of the episode like you're definitely feeling them russell emotions already like and these are new characters i bet so um yeah really keen to watch it really keen to watch yeah, it's, it it's good shit it's good shit maybe we'll talk about it a little bit more next week or the week after once yeah, we both I watched have it, finished it the audience have, have had yeah. a chance to watch it a bit more as well correct so um, it only dropped like two days ago it did yeah f- yeah it did um but yeah uh we get to see that martha is now working for unit they rushed her to become a doctor because of her experience in the field not sure how that mm-hmm. works but it is what it is <laughs> really good line from Donna where she's like is that what you did you turned into a soldier and I was like that's a good way of looking at how um, Doctor really changes his companions um, and yeah. uh, we get to see Unit which is really cool and there's a really cool line where it's like well technically you still work for us yeah the Unit Unit Rocks by Mario Cole so good Unit does rock Oh, it's it like, um, I love how it's like, you know, the doctor still technically works for them, which I thought was really cool. And I saw it back. I'll say though, and I think this is one of my main flaws that I struggle with with the episode, mm-hmm. was Unit was fucking boring in this episode. Do you think so? Like, I I always, I think as a kid, I was like, yeah, it's the, the space army, it's cool. But like, I'm watching it now with comparison as with what Moffat does with it. And with what Classic Who does with it. Moffat uh, does a very similar approach to Classic Who. Uh, um, where like... Unit isn't just like the space... The... You know... Space Army or whatever. Like, um, it's got characters in it. Uh, obviously... Uh, you know... You would have definitely heard of Brigadier Lethbridge Stewart. Who's definitely the heart of, of, course, yeah. of Unit. Um but even then, there's like a couple of soldiers that during Classic Who are recurring and you get to know them quite a bit. Um, and obviously, when Moffat takes over, he brings in Kate, who I think was a, a great addition. Yeah. Just in time for the 50th. Um, and then obviously introduces Osgood um, as like, you know, the, the sort of techie science side of it, uh, which is a side that I think gets overlooked in in this serial where the, the, these two episodes are just like, Military gun wars, pew, 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 you know? I kind of like that. I know I know it's very simpish for me to say, but... Why? Well, so, like, it... I'll tell you, because um, I haven't said this yet, actually. I probably should, but when I was a kid, like, this was dead set. Apart from Empty Child, these these two parts were my favorite episodes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> apart oh, from Empty man. Child. Apart from Empty Child. I love these episodes. I thought they were so cool and violent and, and out there and... And I just loved, I loved so much about it. And that's why I think I kind of had, I can hear Aiden about and going, oh, how dare you. I'm just saying like, you know, (laughs) I'm just saying that, you know, now when I watch it, I'm like, I can't help but kind of love it. Even though I know it's not great, but I kind of love it. The the thing for me is like, um, the characters that they do make from Unit are so unlikable. Like... They're like, oh, the doctor's back. He's one of our old friends. Uh, but they're just a cunt to him the whole episode. Sorry, that was a bad, rude word. I don't know if we've ever dropped a C, C bomb on here before. He's, I, I don't know. I, I I think the doctor's... Dickheads to him. I think the doctor's 
uh, more of a cunt to them, to be honest. Really? Yeah, I... Look, the more I watch Darius Doctor, and I, believe me, I love him. I think he's amazing. He's such an unpatient... Unpatient... Sorry, impatient, mm. narcissistic person. <laughs> alien. Yeah. He's so, yeah. like, bossy, and he just... He says, he says his opinion, he doesn't care, he's really rude. Even when, like, there's even a little thing like Martha's, like, reading, like, a, like something off, like, a like a file or something, and he, like, rips it out of her hands and starts reading it, and he asks for yeah. someone's phone, he's like, hey, boy, your phone, hurry up! Yeah. And he's, like, yelling at the general all the time, and I understand he's trying to say, like, don't yeah, fight some tyrants, like, they're gonna, you're gonna get massacred, and, and he's right all the time, but also, as a way of handling it. And mm. the thing is, if, if Unit listened to the Doctor, everyone would have died because he tries mm. to stop them from bringing the Valiant down and bringing the, uh, where it gets the shells with no copper around it. If they listened to him, he'd be dead. And I think, again, David's biggest downfall, and this shows in Wars of Mars, it's just that he gets way too, you know, I don't know. He, no one really stops him, and that's his biggest downfall. I mean, as a character, yeah. I, think it's, I think it's really cool to watch. And David's so good. I just think the way his doctor is written, he's a lot more um, narcissistic than I remember. I used to think David was the coolest thing ever. He still is, but he's a lot more narcissistic than I remember. Totally. Um, another another problem I have throughout this entire episode is like they make a big deal about Martha being back, but she's kind of not in like the entire two parter. Yeah, I feel it's that. just it's just like bitch Martha, the 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 shit one. The yeah, clone. and also um, so I'm just opening another drink. Um, also, you know, Donna is separated from the Doctor for a majority of it. She goes back to see her family and then she gets stuck on the Santaran ship in the second episode. It's yeah. a really, like, kind of, like, companion-like episode, which is really weird considering they've just reunited Ma from the Doctor and, um, mm. it's a really cool dynamic to see how Donna and Martha would interact with each other. There's barely any yeah. scenes of them interacting and what the scenes they do have together are really fucking great. Like, there's, there's that scene that's, uh... Uh, in the beginning of the episode, kind of like maybe like twenty minutes in, where Martha asks Donna about if she's told her family where she is, mm. and it's so good. And it's like how she says, you know, my family got tortured, they're imprisoned, mm. they're only just getting over it now. Man, I yeah. love shit like that. Like that, things like that are just what's lacking today in Doctor Who. Like totally. Those things. That Sp- scene speaking was of so which. Mm-hmm. Uh, we obviously get the scenes where Donna goes back to Wilf, mm-hmm. um, and, and and her mum obviously. Um, I haven't seen you for days. Yeah, <laughs> that that stuff was like. I haven't seen you for days. Though. I don't know. I haven't seen you for um, days. I love that line so much. And then there's like, when when she sees Wilf, it's like a big nice moment and stuff. But fuck me, the cinematography sucked ass. Did you like the scenes before that when she was like walking down and? They get flashbacks to Partners in Crime, Fuzz Pompeii, and Pat the Ood. Not really. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit... I remember thinking it was, like, really dramatic before. It yeah. wasn't as well done as I remember. <laughs> I was like, bruh, we're, we're four episodes in. Like, yeah, you, so you that's the shit over the last two episodes, sure. But, like... Yeah. yeah maybe wait... At least a couple more episodes before you yeah. start pulling this. Yeah, so this that's the impression I got. I understand it's like a character standpoint. It's like, holy shit, she's gone through a lot. But mm. like, I understand like her walking home and being like, I have done all this. And I know her neighbor just said, I haven't seen you for days. And she's like, yeah, I've been all... <laughs> and I know that's going to trigger a few thoughts in your head. 
But, um, yeah, it's a cool scene, though. I love how um, Will's been sneaking pork pies in the car, even though he, yeah. um, <laughs> even though he's supposed to be on a diet. So funny. That's me. That's a, it's a, yeah, well, yeah. Unfortunately, I can't do that pies. anymore. Unfortunately, I can't. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that whole the whole the whole family dynamic with uh, with Sylvia Wilf and Donna is so funny. Like Sylvia just reminds me of my mum so much. Like everything yeah. everything she says, my mum said to me at least like ten times in my life, and it's <laughs> pretty funny. Um, so I love that dynamic. And um, so I know you're gonna disagree with this. I think Luke Radigan's so fucking funny and cool, but you're gonna think um, you're gonna say you're gonna hate him, aren't you? I'm gonna, you, you hate Luke Radigan, don't you? <laughs> He's so fucking annoying. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> nah, he's, uh... Nah, nah, he's fucking annoying. Uh, I, uh... Hey, so I'm trying to find something good to say. I don't... Yeah, uh... He... You know what? And you know all I could think this entire episode was... It just... It looks and it feels and, like, the performances... And the, the, like the way it's colored, even down to like, to me, the production design felt a little cheap. Like the sets looked a little cheaper. That Sontaran teleport thing looked pretty cheap to me. Fair um, and, and the purples, which aren't really like a Doctor Who, like the bright purples that they associate throughout this entire episode and the blues, just that shade of those colors isn't really a Doctor Who-y color. It's very purple, isn't it? Yeah, it's really purple. It's like Hank and Marie's um, house. And it's so, so full of purple. Everything about this episode made me think, this is a Sarah Jane Adventures episode. It just really felt like one to yes, me. Yes, that's so true. <laughs> that's so true. Um, everything about it. Seriously, the whole way through, I just couldn't stop thinking. It's just Sarah Jane. Cause it's really lighthearted as well, which I guess is... Uh, maybe lighthearted? How many people die in this episodes? damn thing? Yeah. I mean, look. I, I've it's the first time in a while I've had rose-colored glasses on, mm. and with with Annette because like, I I I again I loved this episode as a kid. I I watched it so much. It was always yeah. my favorite, and I remember I remember like even going to school and being like, oh, it's such a violent episode. Like it's hell. <laughs> Doctor Who's gone to hell dark, and I love the path that's going down. After hating the first couple of episodes of season four, I was like, finally. Like it, 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 it was like finally I I have an episode I really could relate to. I really loved. Yeah, I loved the war aspect of it. I loved the doctor going in and um, firing a squash ball at a Sontar and it hitting the back of its neck. <laughs> <laughs> I just love okay. that shit. I love that. It's such a it's such an unlikely shot to get. The fact that if you find something. <laughs> And it hits the back, ricochets <laughs> off the wall, and happens to hit the one point in the back that you wanted it to. I just love how completely cheap well, it is. I we love know, it. We know Ten's got a good shot though, because because uh, he does the same thing in the in Human Nature. Ah, okay. So when the script wants him to, you're trying to say <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. There's no fucking yeah. uh, Ryan Ryan Sinclair character arc here of him learning how to throw a fucking ball for a season. True. He's just instantly got it. True. Because it's a good episode. hey <laughs> According it's to really me, not. I love how there's a it's pool really in not. the Radikin, Radik, Radik, Radikin Academy. Um, 
Did you like the scene where uh, they try and kill the doctor by making the jeep drive into a lake? Oh, sure. <laughs> Turn right. right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, right. right. <laughs> it's funny when, when he's like, run, and then they run. It just kind of sparks a little. That was kind of funny. Oh, is that it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that it? Um, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, so... so d- yeah, go on. Two, two things. One of them I touched on before, so I'll just cover it quickly, mm-hmm. is that I really think this, uh, the cinematography throughout both episodes, but mainly in the first episode, was pretty pretty shit. Nothing stood out. And in the first one, like, whoever was operating on the camera, like, all the tracking shots felt jolty. Um, and that's why, like, those crane shots um, when uh, when Donna ran to Wilf, um, I just thought they looked really shit because, like... They, they were jolty. The zoom was like when it zooms out of Donna and, and it, it reveals her running down the street. It just like, it was all jugged and uh, fuck it. It just wasn't a smooth looking episode. Um, and then the other thing that I think we should talk about is uh, it's kind of difficult because for us, this was never like a redesign. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the Sontarans. But what do you think of the look of the Sontarans? Because they are yeah. a redesign. They are. So... Yeah, I feel like the helmet's a bit more classic with just the head. I might be wrong because you're more of a classic fan than I am, but I got the impression that the the, the helmet's a bit more classic. Um, mm. But I feel like the design... <laughs> I don't know, like... We're going to see Dan Starkey, obviously, who plays Strax. Yeah, he playing a different Sontaran, though. Plays a different Sontaran, correct, yeah. Um, but he's in it, and they're the only two you see... <laughs> Yeah. So we're just meant to assume that they all just. Oh, it looks like oh they how do you tell each other apart? But they kind of do look different. Like I'm f- sorry, mom. Filming the podcast. Sorry. Classic. Didn't say anything. Sorry, they didn't know I was filming. Um, <laughs> I ugh. again from a pure nostalgic aspect, I like it, but I can tell a lot of like classic fans wouldn't have been happy with it. See, like, I liked it as a kid, but I think it's because, like, it was colourful and it went with the purples well and stuff, but... It's a very purple I just, episode. Like, I look at it now and I'm like, I hate the blue. I really hate the blue. It's right. just so, like, unthreatening and colourful. And it looks like a kid's toy. Um, the, the classic designs and the designs which they look like they're going in for series 13. Yeah, that's um, very classic in season 13. Yeah, it, it looks much better, like the the dark dark greys and silver and. See, and I don't just grays. hate on fucking Chibnall Zero. Fans of the show, yeah. <laughs> we got things we like. Yeah, yeah, damn straight. Uh, <laughs> yeah, look, yeah, I, I wasn't huge in them. I thought, yeah, kids' toys, it's uh, the best thing. But uh, okay, I'm complaining about these colors, right? But I did love, I do love the look of the series four DVD, which had like the. It was all the purple and blue colours. That's right. Um, which was, was, was nice. Anyways, uh, do go on. Yeah, so um, do you like the... Uh, do you like the Klein Martha? No. <laughs> yeah, me either. It's just dumb. It, uh, <laughs> ah, fuck. I, I, I love the two it. soldiers who go in. And it's like... <laughs> Alright. They're like classic, like, chirpy English lads. Like, yeah, alright, yeah. governor. <laughs> Oh, did you just go out of school early? And they zap his legs. He's like, ah, oh, my legs. I can't feel my legs. 
And like, I just love how they're like, what? This this might even just be a goof, but like, I love in the second episode where only one of the Sontarans knows what they look like, the two unit soldiers, but they're, they're, they're sending the whole fleet into a factory full of unit soldiers. And somehow these two yeah. twats who are just standing there don't get shot. Then mm. only one of the Sontarans knows what they look like, which is um, General Star, who's up on the ship. So they just stand there like, and then the ones Torrance walked up to me. It's like we're here to help you, sir. And it's like, okay, how the hell do they know what they look like? It just doesn't make mm. any sense. I hate the yeah. fact that they did that shit. It's so dumb. How how shit's that shot as well when the Sontarans they come in and it's just like a boring ass corridor. Yeah, what um, is that about? And then they shoot and it's just like a sped up spin. Uh, and it spins. Yeah, I don't know if I. Um, is it Douglas Adams? Is that what he's called? Douglas McKinnon. Um, who is actually quite a good director, in my opinion. He, I knew I recognized the name because um, I believe he's done a lot throughout the whole show. So this is his first two, and then he does The Power of Three. He does Cold War. He does Listen. He does wow. Time Heist. He does wow. Flatline. Whoa. He does The Husbands of River Song. Whoa. And Sherlock, he does The Abominable Bride. Bruh. Fair enough. He's a, a good director, and he does like his color, um, which is... A reason I'm surprisingly keen to watch Husbands of River Song because I never was a massive fan of that, but I feel like I will be now. Um, and Abominable Bride I've always, always adored just because of how, how colourful a lot of the scenes are. Never loved um, it, but yeah, I can appreciate what I was trying to go for. Yeah. Um, also, I don't know if you've seen seen it. It's definitely very high on my list of shows to get into soon. Um, I'm pretty sure that is every episode of Good Omens. He, he directed every episode, I think. Really? <laughs> With David Tennant. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think... Is it six episodes, I think? Well, I've been keen to watch that. Mm, I, I really want to. Yeah. yeah, he directed all six episodes of Good Omens. Um, cool. Sorry, uh, I digress. Where were we? <laughs> That's fine. Um, so, I suppose we should uh, wrap up episode one. Mm-hmm. Which is... We've been a bit rambled with it, but it is what it is. Um, mm-hmm. On a bit of a schedule. So, yeah... The episode ends, of course, with uh, Donna going, the Doctor finding Donna back at home and checking out all the cars outside. Wolf comes out and Silver like, oh my god, it's you, it's, it's that Doctor man. And then mm. all the cars on planet Earth start to go, well, pretty much all of them, everyone's got Atmos at least. Um, we even saw briefly in Partners in Crime, there was like the taxi that you saw and it had Atmos sticker on it. Which yeah, it did, didn't it? That cool, was good. It's a cool little nod. Mm. Um it shows that it's been around for a while. Like even even Donna says, like, oh, everyone knows what Atmos is. I've got Atmos and all that shit. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Okay. <sighs> even even as a young lad who loved this episode, I hated the Santaha. Santaha. <laughs> and then fucking... Santaha. Is he called Luke? Is that what he's called? Luke? Yeah. Tass. He fucking, like... Santa rocks up ha, and he's like Santa 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 all I can think about is Wilf's in the car, like, smashing the window. Surely you just grab, like, a fucking brick or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. The, I, I think it's the last shot um, is, is really cool when the doctor, like, runs into the street and yeah. the street is just, like, fully smoked up. That would have been... I don't know how they 
well, I know how they filmed it. I don't know how they logistically were allowed to do that, you know? Like, um, but yeah, that looked really cool. Um, I think it was a pretty all right cliffhanger. It's pretty silly when the spikes come out of the, uh, yes. <laughs> the bonnet. They look so shit. Um, well, but, yeah, it's good. Aiden, if you ever get stuck in a car and there's a lot of smoke coming out, here's what you do, okay? Mm-hmm. Take, you know um, you know, in your car seat, you have that little thing where your head sits on? It comes off yeah. two poles. You take that out and you use the two poles to smash the window. I see. That's what you should do if you ever... I'm not saying it's going to happen. God forbid it doesn't. But if you ever <laughs> crash into like a fucking lake or something and you can't get out for some reason, mm. uh, take off your like head resting and smash it against the window. That could be a good bet. Bear Grylls told me that, so it must be real. Did he? Um, um, must work. Must work. <laughs> it must work. <laughs> uh, so that's in episode one, and then episode two begins with Sylvia getting a fucking axe and nearly killing Wilf by smashing the fucking window shield. Yeah, the boys. Um, which always made me laugh, because <laughs> she like, <laughs> it, like nearly fucking kills him by opening it. She fucking smacks that boy so hard. It's like, what are the chances of you actually killing him? Like, quite yeah. high. Um, Honestly, I, yeah. part two, I, I hardly remember. It, it's just like, to me, a whole lot of like, oh, okay, going back to unit. And the doctor sits there, has an argument with the Sontarans. Meanwhile, Donna's on the spaceship. I don't even, I don't remember. You're recapping it for me, Aiden. Actually. Thank you so much. Huh? You're recapping it for me, thank you. Well, I'm, I can recap it in like two sentences. Doctor goes to military men. Military men yell at Sontarans. Sontarans say, no, I fuck like that you. Scene. Donna crawls around a Sontaran spaceship. You have three fingers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so God, Aiden. Um, uh, oh, oh uh, this week on Rose Watch, we, we see Rose yeah. on the screen. And it's always the same shot. It is. Yeah, because it's in Midnight, isn't it? It's the same one. Yeah, is it, is it only in Midnight in this one? I think so, yeah. I, I seem to remember it being in more, but I was thinking about it. That's and what I, I, I couldn't recall. Yeah, I know it's definitely in Midnight. Mm. But I can't recall. Well, I, mean, I was thinking as well, this season has so many like recurring companions. Like Even Martha well, being, being in like five episodes is pretty big. Yeah, yeah. Is she in um, Turn Left at all? No, so she's in. She was in these this two parter. She's in next week's, and she's in the finale. Obviously, Stolen Earth Journey's End. So that's five. Yeah, I can't wait for those credits in Stolen Earth. That goes so fast, you can't read it. Bro, literally, it's gonna be so fucking sick. It's kind of like the pacing of that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just remember watching Stolen Earth a few years ago and being like, okay, um, this was actually kind of rushed. Um, but maybe I'll. It's a lot to fill though. Yeah, um, so uh, uh, I'm sure I'll enjoy it. I hope. Um, I don't know what what the fuck else happens this episode. They they make a rocket. Um, well, do you like the scene where the Sontarans attack the the um, factory? Sure. Jesus, <laughs> it's just dumb. It's just like military boys fighting, and I'm nah, just you I really don't like this fuck. episode, do you? It's just like basic bitch shit, you know. Do you like, like anything from this season, I thought you. I used love to. It. I well, no, I. But the thing is, like, the last two episodes had like 
moral shit for it. And a good episode of Doctor Who, even if it is just a bit of shooty shooty boys, like it is very this should kind of be boys. like a a bit of a, a deeper thing to it, especially <laughs> if it's going to be a fucking two parter. Um, and this is just like some short, bold shooty boys shoot some shooty boys that kind of used to be something cool and will be again in a few seasons. You know? Yeah. So, well, what do you mean for season thirteen? No, I'm I'm talking about a uh, unit in season seven when they actually right. get cool again. I was gonna say like the Sontarans, like they don't ever get utilized again. We get Strax, no. who's just there for comic relief. Yeah, I feel like, like Moffat fought Strax was way too funny, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone else was like, okay. <laughs> the only scene that is like there's there's two scenes, sorry, that are like actually funny with Strax. The paper. And I remember one of them, like, we lost our shit, and it was like a meme for a long time in Deep Breath. Yeah, when um, he gets the paper and is like, The ah! Times, shall I send it up? <laughs> yes, please. And then he, she ditches out, he ditches out Clara's face. That was hilarious. Um, and then the other thing, I don't know why, but the, I, I fuck with the memory worm sequence. Oh, in, no, in I thought you were going to say it. Look, sir, it's snowing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when he gets it done, he's like, Sir, I appear to be run over by a horse and carriage. (laughs) (laughs) It actually is pretty funny. To be fair, that is pretty funny. (laughs) Look, it's been snowing. (laughs) So dumb. Fuck, I can't wait for Moffat's writing. It's so silly and I love it. Um. (laughs) I mean, after the way that some trials have written in this episode to be like the most like bloodshed warriors who are so pissed off they couldn't find the time or oh by the way you know that species they mentioned they fought is that from the classic era i think it's like always been that they were scrapping um but and then i but the thing is like uh like i think that's just like in some tower and law the thing is that the root the rootons i believe is how you say it that's that's who they verse mm-hmm. that's the enemies um i believe they look they're just like little squids Hold on. They just beef um, with no, the Sontarans so much. What was that? They just beef with the Sontarans so much. Yeah, they got Sontar hard a bit too much. <laughs> they're actually in a um, they're in a, a Matt Smith Doctor Who game as well. Oh, thank um, God! <laughs> Can't wait to not play that. It's like that. You know that species of Daleks always fight. The what? You know that speech the Daleks always fight, you said, and they were in um, the pilot? Oh, the, the Thals? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of no, Thals are humans, though. Are they? But didn't you say they're well, like a they're classic... Humanoid. Didn't you say they're like a classic villain to fight the Daleks? Oh, uh, I mean, they're in Genesis of the Daleks. That's it. There might be a bit more than that. Um, I don't know. How do you, how do I fucking spell Rutan? Why can't I spell the, the Rutans? Why just put Doctor Who Rutans? I did. That's literally what I wrote. Maybe it's okay. I found him. Okay. Um, can I can I screen share? Oh, you've disabled it. All right. I disabled my video so the fucking audio doesn't fuck up again. Well, look, Connor. They're a fucking green squid. Look them up when you get a chance. Okay. It's so silly. Um, they fight the squid for fucking years. They fight. They they can't beat the squid. That's for sure. Anyways, we need to speed through, Connor. We really don't have much time left before I got to go. Um, well, I mean, the fact that uh, 
we pretty much already said everything. <laughs> they okay, shoot a rocket up. Them up. They look a bit silly. Yeah, they do look very silly. They they shoot a rocket up into the sky. It goes boom. Well, sets the gas the on fire Martha and it's gone. Comes back alive. Thank you, Aiden. For the people that are wondering, Martha does come back. She um, does. Donna saves the day. Gets transported back. Uh, Luke Radigan yep. is crying on the floor because yep, he finds out. Boy. He tells his um, college that he wants everyone to mate with each other. Basically, oh yeah, that's fucked. That's basically, so kids, he wants them to fuck each other. <laughs> all right, they all want to fuck each other, and then they can. He wants have babies. to mate. Yes, literally, he should listen to fucking Donna. Um, a <laughs> lot of lot of mating in, in this season. <laughs> bang bang, baby. Um, and uh, yeah, they shoot a rock up in the sky. The doctor goes to give uh, the Sontarans a chance before blowing them to fucking smithereens. Something that Jody's doctor doesn't know about clearly. Um, <laughs> Jody's like, give them a chance. That's not about me, fam. Or something like that. <laughs> I'm um, not about that, fam. I'm not about <laughs> that, fam. I'm not, I'm not going to give them a chance. They fucking suck. See you later. <laughs> Boom. Dead. That's the plot of series 13, episode one. Aiden Green for showrunner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love how the doctor goes, like, I'm going to blow him the smear of the reins. And he doesn't do it. He's like, I'll do it. He says, I'll do it like 10 times. I'm like, even the Suntrans are like, bro, just do it. Like, <laughs> what yeah. the fuck are you doing? And he doesn't do it. And then it, Luke and then, does it. And then Luke does it, and then um, we get to see uh, Wilfred come out of his house whistling, and we get to see the woman who goes, I haven't seen you for days, come out of her house and go, I haven't seen the sky for days. Yeah, that, boy. <laughs> that and, is great. Uh, There's also a great scene where we see Wilf sealing the house. That's cool. Um, yeah. But on Luke's death, it is really funny when he goes in and he goes, Santa, ha, ha. <laughs> just blows Boom. him up. And we get to see uh, one of the little ships that was trying to fly away um, is the yeah. ship that crashes down to Earth and you get to see it in Sarah Jane Adventures, which is pretty funny. That's um, right. That's cool. But yeah, just wrapping it up, we get to see the Doctor and Donna go back in the TARDIS. Uh, really cute scene. Martha's like, yeah, I'm going. I want to go see Tom Milligan. And of course, the TARDIS gets sent to next week's episode, The Doctor's Daughter. Boom. Done. Mm. Wrapped up. Oh, yeah. Bam, bam. To summarize bam, my bam, thoughts... Bam. Um, didn't have anything to say for itself this episode. It was just shooty shooty. Let's do an action action episode. Wilf once again goat. Doctor and Donna relationship wasn't really there to carry this one like it has done in other bits and episodes that maybe weren't that fantastic because they were separated the whole time. Uh, Sontarans are silly. Um, they've not been done well yet in New Who. Hopefully that will get fixed up soon. They look silly. I thought the episode looked pretty shit. Uh, David was kind of just standard. Uh, nothing crazy going in there. Luke Radigan shit. Uh, and I don't remember the music other than Unit Rocks. The score was great. I disagree with everything you just said, but that's okay. I'll fight you. Go on. Yeah, you give me your wrap up, Connor. Um, yeah, loved it. I think it's so fun. It's such a fun episode. I've always loved it. I think it's just great. So silly. Sontarans are the best. I love the Sontaha. Uh, I love Martha's clone. Um, I love the woman that says, "I haven't seen you for days." That's actually my favorite character from this season so far. Um, that alone gets a point in my books. <laughs> I love it. I think it's... A, I know, jokes aside, I generally just have such a nostalgic orgasm when I watch it, so... <sighs> yep. Uh, dead Air, Dead Air, Fresh Prince of Dead Air. Um, are you going to quickly, no, in two I'm minutes just... flat, recap uh, Goof of the Week and Behind the Scenes? That's right. Yeah, I, I was literally about to do that. All right? 
Sweet. So, are we ready for Australia's favourite segment, everybody? <laughs> you little early there, Connor. It's Goof of the Week. There we go. Goof of the Week. Speed round. Do you have any goofs? Because I actually don't. Uh, I don't know if I was that focused enough in the episode to actually... All right, one well, in, uh, in the Suntaran ship, there's bricks. There's like a brick wall. I was like, what's that oh, doing that? in the Suntaran ship? Yeah, done. Goof. I never noticed. All right, let's head over to our good fan, TARDIS Wiki. Oh, yeah. So, for the Suntaran stratagem, the production errors are... The unit mobile lorry is much bigger on the inside than the outside. This was explained in the next episode's commentary. Ah, That's so like true. the set's too big. Maybe it's a fucking Time Lord thing, right? Oh, it's bigger on the inside. When the TARDIS lands where the Doctor and Martha are supposed to meet, the camera pans. You can see that the inside panel of the TARDIS has been removed and the gap attached to the building behind it to give the TARDIS that bigger on the inside look without the use of a green screen. Yeah, I thought it was kind of cool, although you could tell the lighting was a little bit different on the fence. I did it was notice a cool that. shot, to be fair. It was a really cool shot, though. I was a big fan that they did it. That was it for the Suntaran Stratagems Goof of the Week. Let's head over to the Poison Sky. Poison The Poison Sky, 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 Why can't I find it? This is not the time for this to happen. Oh, no. Okay, I'm just going to have to search for it separately. Why is it not just here? Oh, wait, got it. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Alright, so... I'll quickly scroll down. Oh, by the way, Are You My Mummy? That was a good reference. Sorry, I just saw a picture of that. That was cool. That's a great reference. Bet you loved that, didn't you? I did. Alright, Poison Sky, production errors. When Martha's clone enters the mobile HQ, it can be seen that she entered through a normal building's door with daylight coming in through the window, which isn't presented on the black on the back of the vehicle or in the previous episode. Wow. During the end, we see the Sontaran's weapons starting to target the Earth. They get ready to open up, yet when it's destroyed, they're still closed. I see. So they get ready and open up the weapons, but when, when it gets blown up, uh, the weapon things are closed. Um, during the warehouse battle, around the time when the Doctor tells Donna, Hold on, I'm coming! Uh, the film crew can be seen <laughs> reflected no in a door at the right of the screen. Classic. <laughs> when Colonel Mays confronts Commander Score, he raises his gun twice, once in one shot and again in the immediate next shot. Near the end, when Luke Radigan teleports onto the Sontaran ship, he catches the detonation device, then catches it again in a close-up. Yeah, Lol, that. he does actually. Yeah. Yeah. That was a cool uh, cool thing, by the way, that little teleport thing that happened. That, that looked cool. It was well done. When the corridor is blown up by the Valiant, one of the visual effects department's right shoulder can, can be seen. Ha! <laughs> Classic. That was a lot of fun. Um, a very, 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 very quick behind the scenes. Wowie, we are flying through through Whoa. this week. Not much to say uh, for this one, I don't think. Um, it was shot after Partners in Crime, and I think this was actually shot a bit later in the uh, in in the series. Sorry, um, it's the first major appearance of Unit uh, since the revival. Obviously, they've just been in like little bits of the Saleem ones and stuff like that. Uh, we got to you know the Valiant was back. Uh, a big thing Davies wanted to do was sort of make this like kind of a little bit like a school reunion one, but a little different, uh, obviously with Martha coming back. Um, da, 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 da. Uh, 
Oh, okay. The unit privates Gray and Wilson were specifically written as alien fodder. <laughs> Uh, Rayner initially uh, envisioned the poisonous gas would be emitted by factories but changed it in later drafts to cars for several reasons. The episode would provide social commentary and the idea of an yeah. evil satnav system was much more engageable, engageable also um, and irresistible. Davies thought the concept was so very Doctor Who because the series was produced out of order. The Atmos subplot was seeded in the previous episode Partners in Crime the 15th broken moon the 15th broken moon of the Masuda cascade is also mentioned the Masuda cascade was previously mentioned in the last of the time lords partners in crime and the fires of pompeii in the episode a system installed in the unit jeep undramatically explodes originally rainer wanted it to be a large explosion but reduced the explosion to several sparks to reduce costs and to lampoon <laughs> an action movie cliche that's funny Look, not much else. Um, the Santana Shadden is the first episode to depict the cloning process. Originally, all the factory workers were to be clones, but Raina reduced this to only Martha to solve continuity problems with the second part. Um, so that's a fact there for you. Um, yeah. And then we'll quickly jump over onto the Poison Sky. This segment's uh, always a little bit all over the place at the moment. We need to find a better way of doing this, I think. Mainly, maybe I should just read it properly beforehand so i'm not just skim reading the whole time uh during production director douglas mckinnon intended to have the episode's climactic scene in the tardis show the movable column in the center console move up and down much more rapidly than normal however when attempting to accomplish this mckinnon ended up breaking the prop which took 30 minutes to repair lol um this episode and the previous episode were filmed over five weeks beginning in september 2007 post-production was completed a week before the first part aired wow that's pretty close deadline um when interviewed on friday night with jonathan ross Catherine tate stated that she had been filming alongside 10 actors playing sontarans for two weeks before she realized that there were actors inside the sontaran costumes she had assumed the sontarans ran on electricity it was not until an actor removed his helmet to reveal his real face that he that she realized her mistake she stated she was freaked out by this and she had nearly died (laughs) wait what how does that work that's so silly. Um, that's yeah, yeah. That that's all really. That's it. That's it for our special segments this week. I think. Um, sorry to rush through them, and in the future, I'm gonna endeavour to maybe make them the a most bit better. Episode, but I think we did pretty damn well considering the uh, circumstances. Yeah, it was good fun. I think good fun. Kind of one thing left to do today because I really need to head off in less than two minutes. So one thing left to do would be for you to give me your lovely rating for the Sontaran Stratagem and the Poison Sky. I'm giving it a 7.5. I think it's Whoa, fun. We were, I, I thought you were going to give it higher because you were saying like uh, Dr. Dance's Empty Child kind of territory. Yeah, well, it was always my favourite second favorite as a, as a child but obviously when i'm older now it's not as, it's not as good but it's it's fun it's good fun i, I enjoy it it's not great but it's fun did you like the tweet about the the new episode just coming out uh, of of our program whilst we were making the program maybe that should be illegal you meant to be listening to me sorry Anyways. dan dan fucking sent me a text and then i just saw that i got us on alert so i just quickly liked it sorry you dogged you Sorry. Dog. Uh, my rating for this episode, a little bit lower this week. Uh, I am going to give the episode a six. Yeah, fair enough. 
I'm yeah, surprised you even enough. gave it that. If we can give it a lot really? Yeah, no, that's okay. It works. It's a bit dumb. Maybe I was a bit generous actually, but fuck it. It's too late now. I thought you've been too harsh, quite frankly. But yeah, no worries. You're too generous, bitch. Fight me, Aiden. You gave Partners in Crime a five, and this a seven point five. You fucking Wally. I stand by that score. Connor, well, yes. to the fans, uh, thank you. I hope you enjoyed this really fast-paced episode. Um, I hope it got you uh, some adrenaline going. Connor, would you like to lead us out in song? Follow, uh, 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 follow us on Twitter at Fifty Doctor. Uh, Connor on Twitter at Hannam. Connor, me on Twitter at Greeny underscore Pro. Connor on YouTube at Green uh, at uh, Connor Hannam, and me on YouTube at Greeny Productions. Connor, Jeez. would you like to sing us out in song now, please? Christ. And thank you. Yeah, with peace and love. All right, you ready? With peace and love, baby. And a one, and a two, and a skiddly do. It's Aiden's and Connor's podcast. We're doing Doctor Who reviews. Doing Doctor Who reviews. Santa ha, Santa ha, Santa ha. Santa ha.